Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you. All right. All right. We're doing it. We it's are live. doing it. It's been it's been a couple days on Anchor, so this is nice. I'm glad we were able to connect here. Most definitely. It has been a little bit, and you can hear me just fine, right, brother? Yeah, okay. I can hear you okay. just fine. You sound like you're trying to talk, though, to like a porn or something, but you sound fine. No, I'm just, you know, kids asleep, families laid out. You know, just trying to not to be too loud right now. I guess. Understand. Understand. Plus, if I do get loud for you all, just I'm sorry. In the wax, rough, rough. Feet. <laughs> rough. I'll I'll turn it down. I'll scoot away. I'm sorry, but you'll get over it. Anyways, what's good, brother? Nothing much, man. Uh, you know, it's been a good Tuesday. Off all day. You know, been excited about uh, talking to you tonight. Our second radio show episode um, airs tomorrow between 2 and 3 Pacific time. So I'm pretty pumped. Hump day. So. Mm-hmm. Hump yeah. day. That's true. That's true. Yo, we got, we got a really good segment tomorrow. So y'all check it out here. It should be dope. It should be dope. It's, it's also the playlist is going to be on our Facebook page also. If I'm right, we can put it on there. Make the page. It's going to make the page. Well, now it's going to make the page. So, so yeah, y'all take a listen. Hey, but let's just let's just jump in. Let's just get in. Let's go ham sandwich, turkey and meat. Let's go in. Turkey and meat. Yo, what's everybody's beef with R. Kelly? (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. No, wait, wait, wait. No, really. No, really. In all honesty, though, check it out. I know he came out with some documentaries that I haven't. I was actually going to set some time or a documentary, right? I was actually going to set some time to, to try to see this. You know what I mean? But before I see it, I've kind of been told like the the hatred behind these, this, this shit that went on. You know what I mean? Um, and if I'm right, it's R. Kelly was... With a bunch of youngins, right? Is that what he said during this documentary? Youngins explained. He also explained what he did um, to these ladies. So yeah. Do you know of anything that he did? Like, like, did you hear of anything? Did you see any of it? I have not. I I haven't. I haven't uh, dived into it. Um, I know it's kind of interesting that Lifetime aired it. Um, I would think it'd be probably a little bit more, maybe a Showtime or HBO. Um, actually, they said Netflix is going to put it on. Netflix is actually, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, I do this? know, I do know that he did have some relationships with younger, younger girls. Um, well, yeah, women. Remember, yeah, Leah back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Leah. Um, yeah. So, well, you know, I, I, I'm. You know, there's a lot of people who are very upset about that documentary and the stuff that he he did to these girls, these women. Um, you know, and I'm just kind of like, what, you know, like, fuck, you know, like, uh, you know, and this radio show that we actually work on right now, they don't even want us to air them, um, which is understandable, you know, understandable. Um, you know, that guy, that guy probably doesn't deserve much anymore, unfortunately. 
Um, but he is a very talented artist besides his sick mind. Um, he is a very talented artist. So there's love on that. Other than that, you know, like I probably won't. I mean, play aside the fact, probably anything like that. Aside the fact of him saying what he said, I mean, he had his music for the longest time. He's not going to have it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, he will, but God knows if it gets any playing time, you know what I'm saying? But Yeah, probably not much anymore. But that whole beef behind that, I mean, there's a lot of people who have opinions on that and saying shit like that. He came out saying all, he did a bunch of shit to these young young girls. And people started asking, like, what about these parents? Like, where are the parents at this whole time? Were they kicking it with R. Kelly? Were they partying with R. Kelly, too? Did you bring the kid along because they wanted to? Because he asked? Like, I think the biggest like, thing was, like, these women obviously were down. But I think it's just the way that he treated these women where no. people were more upset about. Um, from what I was reading, it, it wasn't it wasn't your normal treat of a, of a lady. Um, so yeah, people are, um, you know, like tying people up, um, holding people against their will sometimes, um, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was kind of, it's kind of intense just like listening to it. Um, checking it out, what, what people were saying. Mm -hmm. But again, you know, that's, that's why I want to, I still want to watch it. Um, you know, maybe, maybe for my own opinion, um, you know, just before I start blasting the dude and be like, oh, this guy is, a, you know, whatever. Um, you know, right now, my opinion is just going off of what people are saying, um, and what, you know, what I've heard. Um, but you know, I can, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it, you know, and form my own opinion and see, see what this guy was like, I guess, you know? <laughs> Right. I mean, well, obviously the guy had some, I don't want to say any issues, but I mean, it, it's not odd for him to be doing something with something crazy like that. I mean, for heaven's sakes, if I'm right, he peed on that girl a few years back in that video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he right, definitely, you know, he definitely yeah. did, uh, you know, that, that sex tape video was kind of intense. Uh, you know, the whole Dave Chappelle thing and everything like that kind of kind of going at R. Kelly um, for a while, which was kind of rough. And then there was like a tour canceled because Jay, I think it was Jay-Z, I think, that he was going to be with. Um, was mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be with this guy because he's, you know, he's he's gross and all this stuff. So, like, a lot of things happened after, you know, after that stuff, you know. So, it it's it's unfortunate, you know, again, you know, with this artist who I believe is a great artist, but, you know, maybe his decision quality wasn't the best. <laughs> decisions in life, yeah. right? I mean, his decisions are super, super bad decisions, you know, definitely frowned upon. Even though other bad decisions aren't frowned upon, they're still bad decisions, like fucking smoking crack or something. You know or the I mean? Catholic Church, you know, stuff like that. Oh, you had to. <laughs> We're going to just talk about it anyways. Let's just bring it out. Yeah, let's, let's just bring just it in. Let's just bring it in. You know why? It's an interesting concept. And it all comes from that picture we posted on the thread. I posted on the thread, cannabis is safer than the Catholic Church. I mean, 
it's a powerful statement. It's a right? huge statement. It's it's um, you know, and coming from somebody who actually practiced Catholicism for pretty much most of his life, um, and then coming out and actually saying that, like, you know, I, I didn't I didn't I had I had great priests um, you know, growing up and I was an altar boy, you know, I've done all that stuff, but I never had any priest ever make any sort of advances at me or anything like that. Um, but, you know, still, like, the people who've had that happen to them, um, I feel awful for them, you know. But they've never done anything to these people, like, to these priests, to these predators, to these people that hurt these young kids, you know. Like, they're they're hurt for the rest of their lives, <laughs> Um, and they won't do anything to them because it's, it's, it's the church, <laughs> which is horrible because it's kind of like thinking, you know, these people are supposed to be people that we can go to and depend on and all this stuff. And they're the ones doing, you know, doing things that's very, very possibly very inappropriate, you know? So it's, I don't know. It's, I agree with that statement, you know, right now. Unfortunately, um, you know, it definitely is more about a lot safer than the Catholic Church. Marijuana is proven straight up. <laughs> you know, my 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 whole take behind it, and and I obviously know why people hate cannabis. I mean, people are people, or I don't want to say hate. People dislike it, don't agree with it. I mean, it's obviously put like a real bad stigma in everybody's eyes since the 70s, you know what I mean? It's just put the stereotype that if you smoke cannabis, you're lazy, and all you do is just fucking watch Netflix and eat and chill. What's wrong with that? that. Sounds fun. Well, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but (laughs) (laughs) it's drastically frowned upon, if I'm right, in our culture growing up. Our culture growing up. You know what I'm saying? And the whole thing with cannabis is why people just had this you know, growing up with it, I mean, it, it's apparent that people used cannabis and then went on to higher, you know, more powerful drugs. I mean, it's just people wanting to get a higher, a better high, you know what I mean? Um, so I know why people hate cannabis or people don't agree with it, you know. But at the end of the day, it's that person's choice of whether or not they want to get that ultimate, ultimate high or just stick to cannabis. And cannabis is definitely safe. Look at me, I'm down like, I bet I'm 215 pounds as of now on fucking cannabis and green tea. You know what I'm saying? So, and see, that's great. And that's helping your health. That's helping you stay alive. That's helping true, you, helping you know, just function. Function as a human, you know, be able to work and get up and, you know, be able to just. Enjoyable, live. man, is what yeah. it is. It's enjoyable. Yeah. Like, I'm about to hit it right here. I better, you know, I'm about to medicate as we do this podcast because I've been running around, you know, and I don't feel I'm at I'm at about seventy percent right now. We're about to get to a hundred percent in a second. <laughs> but my biggest thing, man, is you know, they nothing does happen to them. You know, and, and priests like that are they're so protected by the Catholic Church and the Vatican. And man, you know, as I've as I'm getting older and, and, and obviously I'm not taking anything away from who it is that I praise. You know, I believe there's a God you know, I was raised Catholic, um, you know, and I do pray to God and so forth. You know what I mean? But, you know, we've said it multiple times, man. It's evil. 
man. Evil Very evil finds its way, and it's got it's got multiple forms. You know what I mean? And for the fact that you know, for it to be, it's going to be everywhere. You know, it, it, at the end of the day, it's going to be everywhere. But obviously, we we pray to the best that it's not in who we trust fully. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a father, a priest, a reverend. Even a family member for that. Well, because you know for some I mean? for some times, you know, even what you're what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to go to these people, these priests, and like tell them sometimes even like your darkest fears, you know? Yeah, your darkest and, secrets, like, confession, and confession, confession, and then they're over there, you know, being weird. It, it, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird to me, like we would put these people in such high regard and you know we're putting them we're putting them so high up there and whenever they decide to do something weird or just gross like why aren't we holding these people accountable you know what i mean like well you see and that's the thing about it you know and as i get older you know and i'm gonna say more wiser <laughs> yeah, yeah you know but as i get older and really look into it more and get to understanding everything that's going on with, you know, with being a Catholic in general, man. It's, I don't want to say it's rough, man, but I mean, it's a load of bullshit, you know, that comes down from the Vatican, man. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. Like I said, I'm not holding, I'm not talking bad about who I praise at all. No, yeah. Because I, I definitely, I pray to my Lord Jesus, you know, and, and that's because I've always done that. Man, but when you look at it from the top, I mean, I mean, is there really pieces of shit up there at the top, man? Is there really? It's it's you know, and that's the unfortunate. Is it shitty thing. for me to say? Is no, no, not at all, not at all, because it's true. Is there shitty people in the Vatican? There is. There hundred percent is. There hundred percent is, and you know, and it's it's horrible to think there is. But there is, you know, like there's people in power, even even like um, it, it was kind of like even with those like movie stars, you know, they you know what I'm saying? Like they're saying that these movie stars were able to do whatever because they, you know, they had money and they had power and they could, you know, do this stuff with these young kids. You know, like that's why Kevin Spacey did what he did. And that's why he was removed from House of Cards and blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, and that's, that's because, you know, he even said like, oh yeah, you know, I could do whatever I wanted. And what's so, what's so crazy about that is these people who we look up to in a religion, they're doing that to our people. You know what I mean? And not even just our people, sometimes our kids, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like these are our kids. And, you know, like, we're, 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 we're giving these, these people the pretty much like, I don't know, like. Well, they're giving them ultimate power. power. Pardons. Pardons is what they're giving them, you know? I mean, they get fucking busted. Somebody in the church finds out. Somebody catches wind. The Vatican relocates them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Relocate them, get them out of there. It's all hush hush, you know. It it just it 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 don't. I don't want to say it leaves me speechless. I mean, but it hit hard recently here at home, you know, where 
the the diocese here, the diocese here, here in Hobbs, and I believe another one in uh, Carlsbad as well. Since the eighties, I've had like two dozen or more incidences where priests have been relocated. Yes, in the, that's, in the that's sense because because of some type of um, inappropriate sexual interactions with 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 a child, you know, and the fact that to hear that you know something like that to come down from the Vatican that the Vatican can say, you know, or somebody can make the call. Somebody who's a man of God over there can say that. I don't know it's it's it, you tying religion to laws is rough, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's it's, oh, it's yeah. really, really rough. But I mean I I do love like I said, I'll, I'll, I pray to my God, you know what I mean? But I'm also a father, you know what I mean? And Well yeah, you, you know, have your kid and you know what, a hundred and a hundred million percent, you can't tell me right now you would trust your child like you would trust your child with a priest. Oh, well, (laughs) see, I can't. If it took me this long to answer, it's it's obviously a no, right? Yeah, that's rough, (laughs) right? Like, we're that's not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be like these people are the people that are that we believe as Catholics are the ones who have a connection to God, Jesus. These people, these people, these, these these people that we believe in, you know what I mean? Like are literally the messenger are their messenger and they're, we don't even trust them. And then you start like not believing in anything, you know, like that, that sucks. <laughs> that well, sucks. The, the downward, the downward spiral that happens, you know, in, in, in situations like that is a lot of the times what I think people don't, don't realize, or especially I think the people from the top of the Vatican, even if you just think about it, you know, little Timmy, who's seven years old, gets, you know, raped by, you know, father, whoever, you know, next thing you know, two days, three days later, father's nowhere to be found. He's relocated. He's somewhere else. But although little Timmy, on the other hand, is just probably going to go through fucking years of a torn up psyche, you know, probably, you know, just lashing out. And let's be honest. I mean, the trending of it is, you know, if you were sexually assaulted or molested as a child, it's common for it to happen. It's I'm not going to say common, but it's known that, you know, sexual predators have had some type of form of sexual assault, uh, you know, or sexual molestation from when they were younger. I mean, it's in the books. It's in the numbers. I mean, yeah. it's, it's there, you know. Um and that's just, it, 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 it's just nuts, you know, and, and God, I just, uh, I, I couldn't even, I can't even think about what would happen if I ran across that situation, you know what I mean? And right. I was, you know, just, you know, saying like running across that situation, you know, I have a, um, um, just to kind of tell you, you know, cause being a dad and, you know, the pedophile and just, you know, things like that. I was actually a little bit, actually about an hour ago, squirming through my social media. And a person that I know from school back in the day, well, she put on a pretty big post on Facebook 
And as I go through reading this, uh, she starts saying, just to kind of let you know what it said. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but, you know, basically in December, she was saying that her life took a massive change and her oldest daughter was being sexually abused by a relative. Wow. That's what happened. And, and as she stated on the, she had stated on the, um, on the post, you know, from, from a conversation of just talking about Elf on the Shelf, this was before Christmas, you know what I mean? Um, but she just now came out and said something, you know, but, you know, the post said, you know, a, a conversation of just about Elf on the Shelf can lead to something like this. You know, she comes to find out that, you know, her daughter's being sexually molested. There was being, was, oh, obviously was, not anymore now, but was being sexually molested. I mean, my psyche as a father is torn up for that child. And for that mother. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. She, and, and, and here's the thing about it, you know, she is, you know, just from what I've seen, it's been years since I've actually seen her. I mean, I see what she posts on social media and so forth, you know, but, you know, looking at her and looking at her family, you know, of course, she would never think that this could happen to anybody. But geez, Louise, does it happen? It's happening. And granted, and, and I was, you know, in reading in her post, the cousin, the the relative that was doing this was was twelve years old. Oh, so, wow. so, with that being said, it looks like he's too young for any type of adult sentencing of any sort. Yeah. So, since he's under fourteen, that means, of course, rehabilitation, but no registry and back into the school system. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's kind of so, like charging charging as an adult, you know? Charging as an adult, that's true. That's true. But, man, there's got to be some kind of limitations, you know? Being convicted and having to be forced to go through some kind of... I, here, you have to here, go see some psyche or some... If you have to go see a therapist, you know, or you know, some type of psychologist, you know what I mean, for a heinous act that you did. You know, it, well, let it, me, I think there should let be some limitations. If, let, me, let me know if I'm wrong or I'm kind of speaking weird. Um, Hashtag fuck Phil. Yeah, fuck, fuck Phil. <laughs> um, you know, we we don't know the extent. It's uh, true. You know, of like what happened, you know, like we don't know. Was it violent? You know, because at it, the end of the day, there's two sides, right? Correct. Correct. You know, was it violent? Was it was it warranted? You know, like. We don't know any of that, you know. What do you mean so, warranted? What if? What if the? What if? You know, I'm just saying. What if? You know, I don't know. I, I'm just. I'm just saying. Maybe what? That's why there wasn't any sort of punishment for this young gentleman. We don't know. You know, we don't know if it was just like, you know, we don't know. I, I'm not. Gonna we don't know anything, anything, man. Yeah. And, we don't know anything. Uh, but what just... we do know, but we do know, and it's what we do know, and it's out there. <laughs> Because we do know that she was, um, she was unfortunately sexually molested or assaulted in some way, shape, or form. That's definitely one thing that's known, though. You know what I mean? Um, and that's the crusher. Yeah. Not sure how it took place and so forth. Um, but yeah, and that's kind of where it's at. That's just as a father. Of course, that's what we. 
you know, you know, later on, you know, everybody will essentially find out themselves they decide they have kids. You know, it's just one of the worst things to think of. You know, and I read, I'm reading this post, and I mean, my eyes are getting, my eyes are getting watery. You know, I knew her very well back in the day. She's a real big heart, very, very nice lady nowadays. She's a lady now, but you know, just to hear that her her little beautiful daughter had to go through something like this is just just heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. You know what I mean? Super heartbreaking. You know, her innocence at five years old or so is, is taken away or I can't remember exactly how old she is, but you know, but but essentially her innocence being taken away. You know what I mean? Well your innocence, yeah. your you know, like that girl is gonna think differently now, you know, like things are just different, you know. Now it's a it's like it doesn't nothing feels the same you know like you're scared of people like the whole psyche of this little girl who wanted to probably wanted to be a little girl is just gonna kind of you know not grow up right anymore yeah man and, and you know and and i had always wondered i mean i know it's a it, it's not a shitty thing to think about because people really think about this i you know i read i actually read this statement i'm not gonna steal it of course but i read this statement not this time. I was reading an article about a victim who was sexually molested when she was younger. I was reading this article. And one thing that she said, it, it, I bet it really crosses everybody's mind who's young and who's been molested, you know. One of the things that she said, you know, she was like, I'm sitting here um, 12, 13 years old, and, and my friends are all sitting about talking about their virginity, how does it feel, and so forth. You know, but deep down inside, Everybody wants to ask me, but they don't want to ask me because they know I was raped. You know, I know how it feels to lose my virginity. It's not, you know, she's kind of labeled. She's going a little bit into detail, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she knows that I know what it feels like to lose my virginity, but it wasn't how I wanted it. It was against my will. You know, just, you know, just think about that scenario. You know, that girl is at 13 years old sitting with her friends and this is all she's thinking about you know all she's thinking about is like you know my innocence was taken away i wish i could have this experience like my friends you know and then that's something that's going to be in her mind for god knows how long forever forever you know and and, you know we don't want to keep bringing it up you know but man there's fucking some there's some evil fucking people out there you know what i mean and evil and (laughs) and i just everybody needs to I'm just gonna say, smoke a little pot and be aware. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know any else I can say it, or just be aware. But how do you be aware? You know, fuck. Like, do you just follow your son or your child everywhere they go? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, fuck. Is 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 teach your kids to identify those types and to of speak things. up. Yes. Like, son, is anything wrong? No, dad. Nothing's wrong. Okay. Anything happened today? No, you know, make them talk to you. You know, sometimes that's that's one of the biggest things that I've I've seen people. You know, even today, like my sons don't talk to me, my daughter doesn't talk to me. You're their fucking parents. You better make them talk to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you better talk to me. Um, and no that was shit. one thing. That was one thing my mom always told me, and she still tells me today. You better talk to me. My dad says that to me too. You better answer my phone call. You know and. And that's one of the things that my parents instilled in me is like, you know, I need to talk to them. You know, if something's wrong, I need to bring it up to them. You know, if something's good, bring it up to them. 
you know, and that's one thing that I think everybody should be, you know, make sure their kids are doing. Like, if you haven't talked to your kid in a while, even if they're old, talk to them. <laughs> you know, there maybe there's something bothering them. Maybe there's something that they're holding on to, you know. And it could be something that could change your life and theirs just by talking to them. You know? And no, that's, you're right. And, no, that's a lot of things that's missing nowadays is actual communication. And well, I could, think that... Go ahead. And I was just going to say, I was like, it's all caused by our social media. <laughs> you know, like we're going to revert media. it. We're going to, we're going to, we're this, all this is going to revert to social media. Of course it is. It is. You And you it know, is. it is, you know, it is, you know, like you, it, it's, it's, it's true, which is, you know, well, and, nowadays it's a lot easier to, to be on the phone than to talk to people. Exactly. We all know that. But like, see, like, but like for me and you, for example, for me and you, for example, you know, I don't, I don't live, you know, by you anymore like I used to. Um, But, you know, we used to see each other pretty much every day at work or whatever, or, you know, come hang out with you, whatever, when I was living there. Um, But the way we, we kind of hang out now is FaceTime, you know what I mean? And that's one thing that I appreciate about technology and social media is that we have that option. You know, like, I can FaceTime you. <laughs> That's you know, true. Like, you can. Yeah. And we do. A lot. A lot. And, and you know, like, I, I appreciate that. You know, like, if I didn't have FaceTime, our probably our conversation and our probably our friendship would probably be a little different. Yeah. Um, but since we, since we have that technology and ability, you know, which I'm very thankful for, that's why we're able to do this podcast, um, communicate the way we do, keep up with each other's lives, you know, and, and that's one thing that I do appreciate social networking for, um, is that, you know, like the family, the family aspect of it, but at the same time, and I want everybody to know on our podcast, say hi to your family once in a while, you know, like actually, Say hi to them. Go talk to them. Go interact with them. You know what I mean? Like, go visit. <laughs> go visit. Talk to them. See how they're doing. You know, just say yeah. hey. Um, without having to send them a DM or you know, like sending a picture, tagging them in it. You know, like sometimes they might want to talk to you. you never know. No shit, man. No shit. I, you know, this weekend at a at a, I had a um, really good time hanging with a cousin of mine since I was back at home. I was hanging with my cousin Alvin. And we this weekend, well, the fights was on ESPN Plus, which, by the way, the UFC fights, mm-hmm. ESPN Plus is a fucking joke. It's a goddamn disaster, by the way. Well, we it? ended up, I got, I got it. Yeah, it is. It's a disaster. Well, it's all done through an application for the most part. And it was just, it was just a terrible, it, it, it's just, they ran a nice card. The card was phenomenal. It was pay-per-view worthy. Is what it was, and um, they ran a great card on the, this ESPN Plus, and it just it buffed and buffed. It was terrible, man. Was, are you sure it was wasn't? Rough. Are you sure it wasn't because it was over uh, overused? Oh, that's probably like they, what it was. They weren't they weren't ready for the amount of people trying the to network or the band yeah. the whatever the it's called. Ben, there you you're, go, right. ben. you're there. You're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think th- I think so. I mean, if you think about it, they were advertising four ninety nine a month for ESPN Plus, first month free. So obviously, every dickhead is going to go in and sign in. 
or yeah, sign yeah. up to watch the yeah, fight. Of know? course. And so, and yeah, it was just, it was a fucking, it was a fucking disaster. But, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I had a really good time fucking hanging with a relative of mine and we had a, a good time to just, it was just a good time to just watch the fight and BS, you know, and reminisce. And see how, how much, how much did you used to do that before social media? Well, I would do it all the time because I was younger and I was around, you know what I mean? No, but still, like, even if you weren't around, you'd still do it because you didn't, you just didn't send them a text and like, what's up, man? You know, like, what's up? Uh, I think if I was around, I would, I would, I would definitely hang out with them. I mean, even I, I would. I mean, I would do it. It's just you know, if they're not doing anything and we ain't doing shit, more than likely we'd get together and not do shit together. That's just kind of how the family works. You know? Remember that? Remember that oh. meme for a while? Like, um, uh, it used it was, it showed a front yard with a bunch of bikes uh, on the front yard, and it said how you used to check if somebody was home. Oh yeah, yeah. All the bikes are on the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's true. You know, nowadays, you know, that's one thing though that I think that I like about back at home is like back at home with, with my nieces and nephews. Um, they're actually always outside. That's just how they roll. You know what that's I mean? That's cool. That's cool. Eight eight, nine o'clock, it's like they're barefoot and outside. You know, so which I like, you know, that's awesome to hear. Some of them, don't get me wrong, are are literally glued to the TV, you know, some of them. But for the most part, all of them make their rounds outside and make their rounds for a good amount of time. That's good. Outside. So. Uh, one actually get a guest to join just a random guest imagine oh. if we didn't even have this plan dude this has been a great episode so far <laughs> are we gonna get a rando right now this would be great imagine just a rando to yeah. join <laughs> come totally aboard. not planned come aboard <clears throat> come aboard what So while he's waiting and he's singing, he's uh, singing the. Uh, yeah, Phil, talk the, for a moment. I don't mean to talk for a moment because I got to get high. Okay, while he's singing the old country music over there. And um, getting high. And getting high. Um, one thing I did want to talk about real quick is uh, some new TV shows, real quick. And I know this is just random. Um, I've been I've been into this this show lately um, called Manifest. Um, and it's really, really good. Um, our listeners, if you do watch it, um, maybe we can even talk about it on one of these podcasts. It's a really great show. Um, the guy, one of the main guys from it, and this might kind of tell you kind of what kind of shows I like watching, um, is he is from, uh, dang it, I forgot the show, but. It's a fantastic show. It's a sci-fi show. Um, it's about a plane that uh, that took off, landed, like it felt like it landed right away, almost immediately after the storm, but it was actually been gone for five years. Um, but there was all sorts of government shit involved and all this stuff. So 
if anybody's ever interested in watching that show, they definitely should give it a shot. Um, it's a phenomenal show. Another manifest? Sh- manifest. Huh. Manifest. Everybody talks about it, man. I got to give it a try. No, it's a fantastic show. Um, I was – I another one, too, another good show that I've been – really um, excited about has been this new show called FBI. Um, it has this girl... On HBO? No, no, no. Um, it's on uh, NBC... No, CBS, I think. <coughs> um, it's, it's just about these two from and the FBI. And it's this girl, uh, her name is Missy Perrigan, I think. She was in this show called, or movie called Stick It. It's about a gymnastics uh, girl who does gymnastics, and she's actually really good in this show. So that's another good show that I've been, I've been super glued to. Oh, really? Super glued to. Yeah. Hey, let's do this. Fucking phone in, Manny. Let's do it. Phone him in. Yeah, get him in. He's ready. Okay. He'll be. Uh, he'll be. He's gonna be mobile. So we apologize for any degraded services. For any degraded services, he's mobile. Uh, let's see. Do I have his number? You should be able to phone him in through Anchor. I don't mean. Uh, I don't have his number. I'm high. You sound it. Yeah, I'm fucking stoned now. Can you still hear me? Yeah. That's interesting. My phone says mute. But you can still hear me. You want me to add him in? Um, I just sent him the link. All right. Let's see what we can add him in. <laughs> Manifest. So I'm going to check it out. No, it's really good. It's really good. Um, I know you're... Is it better than Boogie Nights? Oh, way better than Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights was better. It was good. I know you're not really into the whole sci-fi stuff, but this is really good. Everything's worth a try, I guess. Hello. Uh oh. Can we hear you? Oh man, can you hear me? I can hear you guys just fine. How are you guys? Oh, fantastic, Manny. Thanks for joining us, man. We've been on this we've been on this podcast now for about thirty <laughs> minutes, dude. And wow. uh this is great. I'm glad you're able to join us. Man. Completely random, man. Completely random. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rando. 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 Too bad it sounds like you're driving across the country, but we'll make do. Right. Yeah, we'll make two. Windows are up. I'm good. <laughs> All right, you said it. You said it. Windows are. Hey, Manny, how you doing, buddy? You know what? Uh, I just got off work. Uh, pretty busy day. Uh, just an update on work. Uh, I'm training now. I'm training on a more busier channel uh, for, for the Las Cruces Police Department. Uh, so pretty much, I control all the all the all the Las Cruces Police Department officers that are on duty. From 11 in the morning to 11 at night. Oh, wow. Nope. And it can That's be cool. anywhere from 15 units to 30 units, including Dang. patrol, sergeants, CID, R&I, which are the detectives, yeah. um, SRO, school resource officers, gang task force, or like they call themselves. Uh, what do they call them? I don't remember what they call Oh, street crimes. Street crimes. Oh, I was going to say street chorizo. Chorizo. <laughs> no, no, not shitty, so no. But it's fun. Yeah. It, it's busy. It's a faster pace than what I'm usually used to, 
Um, but I'm picking up just well. Uh, I was a little nervous at first, but you know what? Things are going well. I'm doing okay. And things are fun. I'm loving it. What's up with you guys? Nothing, Same man. shit, just different been, smell. Yeah, different smell, different uh, different radio frequency, all sorts of good stuff, man. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I heard, yeah. You guys, heard you guys got into your radio, uh, your your show or whatever. Yes, yes. Congrats yeah, we have that. that new radio show. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Hey, man, really quick, because a couple of days we're going to try to get you on, but we had some, some time issues happen here. Um, but we had some pretty interesting things we were going to talk about. I say we just get into it and make it yeah. a little bit of an extra long cast here. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's do it. It's, Manny, it's, what it's did you rare. have for us? It's, hold on. Hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. I was just going to say Phil. It's, it's fuck Phil. Hashtag fuck Phil. Um, I was just going to I was just going to say it's rare that, you know, we, we have a guest almost, you know, towards the end of the show. And this is great, dude. No, this is really great. I'm like, a great really way excited to put it into it. Now. I'm pretty excited, really too. So thanks again. Thanks again, Manny, and uh, for joining us. And uh, yeah, let's get into it, man. Let's go. What you got? No, no, no. We wanted to. Yeah, what did you got? We wanted to talk about what you're talking about the other day. Oh, so involving our good friend Donald Trump. D tier. D tier. D The you know chief or commander. Commander in chief. You know. So I talked to a buddy of mine. And he is a veteran, and I went, uh, we were at my wife's mom's house, and it's my wife's mom's boyfriend, and oh, we fuck. went to the dump, I went to go help him throw some trash that he needed, and so while we're driving, up, you know, I kind of brought up Donald Trump, he's like, you know, he's an idiot, uh, <laughs> you know, he's an idiot, but one interesting thing that he brought up is, you know, I brought up the whole, you know, Donald Trump, what he's doing, things of that nature. Interesting fact he told me is that everybody is scared of Donald Trump. So they just bend over backwards and agree with whatever he says, except the wall. They're not agreeing with the wall. But everything else, they agree with him. They bend over backwards for him. Interesting. Was that, that was his outlook? Yeah, that's his outlook. Like the vice president, because I asked him, I said, well, what happens if Donald Trump gets impeached and he said, well, the vice president would take over, I'm like, okay. He said, but the vice president just bends over backwards for Donald Trump and agrees with what he has to say mm-hmm. and just goes with the flow. But th- get this get this shit. So I told him with all the stuff that's going on, I read the information about Donald Trump and Russia and his exact words, my friend said that, Donald Trump acts differently when he's around the Russians and is like, oh, no, no, the Russians don't do that. Oh, no, no, no. They're not, they're not involved with anything. Because I've got the whole information about he told somebody to lie for something regarding the Russians. And yeah, Mueller. What, Mueller. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And this is what he had to say. He's scared, my friend. He's scared. <laughs> Because he feels that with Donald Trump being in charge, that the Russians have something planned. What they have planned, he doesn't know. But he's scared to know what they have planned and what's going to happen in the future. And keep in mind, this guy's a veteran. He was in the Army. 
might have been, I don't know what branch, but he was in the service. So that's his intake. That's his input is he's scared that the Russians are going to do something. He just doesn't know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So are you mm-hmm. saying Donald Trump's scared or are you saying your friend is scared? No, no. My friend, gonna... my friend is scared of what the Russians are planning to do. But he doesn't know what they're going to be doing. Because I mean, Trump... I can see. I mean, I can see where I can see where the concern would be. I mean, ideally, when you're working with a commander in chief, I mean, it should be a little bit easier to get over here. Well, here, here's, the, here's the thing, though. And this is the mm-hmm. thing that a lot of people forget about. He does have our nuclear weapon launch code. Yeah, he does. Donald Trump. Oh, I believe it. He has it. Well, no, he's the the only person who has it, technically. Him, the defense of uh, the Department of Defense person, that the whatever, and. There's three, right? That's it. Yeah, there's there's one more. I forgot the other one. There's one more. And that scares me that, you know, he's so buddy buddy with. You know, Russia, which which makes sense. And I can see why your friend, you know, is definitely scared um, because there's just a lot of power in that corner. You know, yeah. like at any moment, for whatever reason, just because whatever, he could just be like, eh, I'm just going to end it. I'm just going to end it. Fuck it. Who cares? Because yeah. he was telling me that, like, because he told me about how the Russians helped Donald Trump win the election, told them, you know, the game plan, what states to go to to get the vote, what they did to, uh, like, hack into the elections to get votes he didn't really get. You know what I mean? So he kind of gave me, like, the whole rundown of, like, what all happened and what the Russians were telling Donald Trump about Hillary Clinton, which is what he used during his campaign to win the vote over, which the vote he didn't really get because, you know, it was hacked. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, he kind of gave me a lot of uh, a lot of insight and kind of made me open my eyes, and I'm kind of scared too. See what the Russians are going to do. Honestly, I think I think we're too. I think our country is too valuable for anything like that to happen. Um, we have a lot of good technology. We have we have. We do have the the ability to pretty much do whatever. Now, what I would be scared of would be something like um, for, let's say, the government or whatever to be like, okay, we're going to utilize martial law and to start, you know, taking people's guns, taking people's driver's license, taking people's cars, their jobs, their money, their, you know, stuff like that. Um, and then just kind of running us like a like a concentration camp, but that would be that's like <laughs> that's, that's a like wee bit super, extreme. Yeah, I know, and that's that's you know that's kind of like I would say that's probably like the worst case scenario. I would say if anything, if the Russians were heading to do anything, but <clears throat> that you know the um, Putin Putin is Putin is is just I think he's more in it right now for just the the money aspect of what Donald Trump brings. Oh yeah. And, and, and the fame that Donald Trump brings. I don't think, I don't think he'll do anything. He needs our country to be where it's at. I think he enjoys that our country is scared so he can, he can kind of have that power. 
Yeah. But it's just it's just the scare factor. I don't think I don't think Russia will do anything. Um, they're you know they're they're just they're just excited that they kind of have a scare tactic. You know they yeah they get to scare us. That's true. <clears throat> Well, they do have one. I mean, they have our commander in chief. So, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty decent scare tactic. I yeah. Mean, but I don't. I mean, one thing like you had stated. I mean, I I think we're we are pretty valuable. I mean, I couldn't. I'm not. I couldn't see them doing anything. Could it happen? Fuck. Who knows? Yes. Who knows? Everything, right? Anything's possible. Yeah. So for sure. I mean, to be scared. I mean. But I can see more of a martial law happening in a more lighter version that Phil explained. But I can see martial law. You know, I can see to where there's going to be a time where we're working for 50% of what we work. Like, fifty, we're going to get 50% of what we work for. You know what I mean? So, yeah. meaning, like, you know, everything's going to be cut down the middle. Uh, we get half. The other half goes to our government, you know. and and I, And I think it's going to end up like that. You know, and there's other countries that do that. You know, if I'm right in Germany, or is in in Germany, I can't exactly. People have to pay their religion. You know, whatever religion they are, they have to pay. They have to pay that religion. You know, every single month. So, I mean, it's it's in a different form, but I can see it going that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I wouldn't. I. <laughs> How it lands, I have no idea. <laughs> you know, Manny. Though, did he say anything about the wall? Though, did he have anything to say about the wall? All in all, all he said is he's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> that's all it was. But Long see, here's the, here's here's the thing with the wall. So, like, if let's say we throw Russia in there with them, let's let's just say they're they're pushing for the wall, right? So that money that Donald Trump's coming up with, you know, maybe that money could be for them too. You know, like listening, listening oh, to, that, who knows? Is it really five? What is it? Five point something billion or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Five point something. Uh, I think it's five, billion. Two. five point two billion. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's all for, you know, and I think the other day he made an announcement at the white house regarding the government shutdown. If I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. It's not opening up anytime soon. And he broke down, you know, this is why we need the wall. Uh, and it's going to be huge. And, you know. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Like the one in China, you know. It's going to be huge. But, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, it's, it's different. But um, along the same subject of the wall, interesting fact. I don't know if you guys know this. But in, you know, they talk about, you know, Mexicans, you know, Hispanics, I shouldn't say Mexicans, Hispanic people that are like committing all these crimes in America, you know what I mean? Um, Drugs that are just pouring into this country. And I think, Phil, like many podcasts ago, you and I'll agree with you, the real drug problem in the u.s is an opioid addiction thank you you know what i'm saying thank you so marijuana it's going to be legal it's already legal you know what yes. i mean so it's just making its way over here maybe it's more the good stuff you know not your you know dollar store you know marijuana it's like high grade stuff yeah. um but 
Mm. That's not the issue. It's mm. the opioid addiction that people are getting a hold of in America, you know? Correct. That's what it is. Pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceutical. So what does that have to do with Hispanics bringing over a bunch of pot? Thank you. You know? Thank you. Heroin. No, man. That's right. Cocaine. I, I, I get it. Unfortunately, you know, over time, I've seen somebody, uh, this is through an online resource, um, you know, where they went to jail. And here online or here in, in, you know, at the detention center we have, you can just look up the detention center and you can find out the people that have gone to jail. And I was just browsing on the site and there's one girl that I went to school with and I seen her picture on there. She was heavy set. She's still kind of heavy set, but you can see how her, how the heroin has over, has overcome her Taken life. over. And that's what she's addicted to. She's real skinny. She's still heavy set. But in her face, she's real skinny. And mm. unfortunately, you know, once you have that habit, it's hard, you know. You can't kick it. It's the hardest hardest thing to ever kick in all, like, all drug addictions. Get, that's what you get used to. You get used to that high. You get used to... No, yeah, you dude. Know there's, I mean? That's all you Yeah, know. I know. That's dude. your there's, lifestyle. There's, no, there's nothing like it, you know. Like, there's whenever no- I had... Like, whenever I had the... I had an abscess on my back. You know, and I was in the emergency room and they admitted me into the into the hospital. You know, it was after so much morphine and drugs, they finally had to hook me up to a heart monitor and then tell me, hook me up to a heart monitor and say, we're going to give you this drug that can we, we can only give you on the table. Yeah. You know, and after they gave me that, still didn't work. Then they gave me more and they were like, you're going to be flying, dude. Yeah. And sure enough, I mean, I was, I looked like a guy on intervention, fucking rubbing my fingers on my face, oh, staring into it. a mirror. You know what I mean? And it was the, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not lying, man. It was the best feeling in the world, but I was just straight narked out, man. I was just it straight. Is. I, well, straight you remember, you remember Pete, my back problems that I had real quick. That's right. Just to fill you in. Uh, back in 2016, I had back surgery. Uh, oh, you, know, thanks, yeah. uh, you know, thank God everything went well. Um, since then I've been pain free. Um, but you know, when I had my episodes, when my back was really bad, they had at one point in time, they had to give me morphine. And I told my wife since that day I took it, don't get me wrong. It was the best high I've ever had, but coming (laughs) off of it, holy shit, did it feel horrible. I told my wife, unless there's nothing else they can give me. And that is the last choice on the world. Don't give it to me. I'll just suffer because I don't want to go through that again. You no, know? straight yeah. up, man. Straight up. Straight up. And it's like, it's rough. Like, and I'm thankful. And I did it for a certain, you know, as myself, they would give me the pain meds. I'd go to the doctor and I'm like, hey, my back still fucking hurts. So this just not cutting it. Okay, well, let's just up your dosage. Let's up your dosage. And they're just writing these prescriptions. Well, things have changed from 2016 to now. They're not just, well, maybe they're still handing it out like candy. But they were just, oh, it still hurts. Here's a higher dosage. Here's more. Here's more. You know what I mean? Crazy. And I wouldn't allow myself, well, one, because I had kids. I couldn't be all, you know. Fucking zombied out. Yeah, zombied out with the kids at home. I would take, which it wasn't a good thing. I would take two ibuprofen 800s just to cope with the pain instead of going towards the narcotics, the 
you know, the hydrocodone of that high dose. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to get my body yeah. used to being able to repli- uh, rely on just that medication, you know? No, oh, it's true. bad. It's super bad. You know, like now, um, you know, when I was younger, um, I definitely, I definitely uh, yeah, ran like into that crowd. <laughs> <laughs> close enough, close enough. Um, when, when I was younger, I definitely was into the drugs, like heavy drugs. And, uh, and now I won't even like, like if I have a cold, I'll take child, I'll take child medicine. You know, if, if I'm hurting, I'll tell a doctor straight up, like, just give me a high dose of acetaminophen. You know, like, I don't want painkillers. I don't want any of that. Cause I, I've, I felt, I felt the come down. I felt how that feels. And that's like the it's worst horrible. feeling in the world. Like it's the worst horrible. feeling in the world. Oh, it's it horrible. is, man. My dad, my dad, my dad puked. Your dad puked. Wow. Yeah, my dad puked because he how he's just got out of the I hope hospital. You're doing okay. I'm not sure if you're back in town yet, Pete. But you know, I've been thinking about. I've been real busy. You know, I know you told me you were going to see your dad. You know, I hope he's doing okay. I know the process might not be overnight. You know, it's going to take some time, but. I hope he recovers and, you know, things go well because I know it's rough. I know you're in a rough situation. So is he, you know what I mean? So I, mm-hmm. I understand, you know. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. No, that's true, man. No, it, it's going to be a little bit of a process for him, you know, but um, he's getting he's getting through it. Good thing is we got him back on. He's back on wood burning for the time being because he can't do much. No, so but... um, he's going to be wood burning out in the sun. He's got his mind busy. He's got his mind busy. Yeah, he's got good. he's got his mind going. You know that's what I mean? Good. So that's a pretty good deal. But check okay. this interesting fact out. Back to the wall and how, you know, Hispanic people, you know, are causing so much problems. Or like he says, Mexicans. Mexicans <laughs> are creating so much crime, you know. I'm not sure if you guys know this, um, but based on the last study that I've done, do you know do you know so far we're what? How many days into we're 22 days into two, 2019? Do you right. know how many officers have lost their lives since the start of the year? Wasn't it 20 something, 23 or something? Actually, it's only nine that have lost their lives. Oh, nice. As of right now. But. They've all been due to, you know, different things. You know, four of them being gunfire, two of them being um, medical, which is like heart attacks, which, you know, the job is stressful. You know, that's bound to happen. And then the other ones are being struck by vehicles. There was one girl that she was at a three-car accident investigating, and I think she was shot and killed. Oh, wow. She was conducting an investigation at the collision scene. A person not involved with the crash rode up to the scene on a bike as the office, as officer Corona, bless her heart. May she rest in peace. Spoke to one of the persons involved in the crash. Uh, the man then walked up to her, pointed, uh, open fire without warning, striking her. He shot her several more times after she fell on the ground before shooting randomly at other bystanders and vehicles. Ouch. Ouch. Sounds like somebody went on a rampage. When was this? Yeah, when was this? Uh, This was back, 
Her end of watch was January 10th, 2019. That's so question question for you, Manny, is was this horrendous act, was it caused by a Mexican, an illegal immigrant? Uh, I don't believe so. <laughs> I don't believe so. Um, I'll have to do more study on that. Um, but no, I don't believe so. So that's why I say, you know, the wall and keeping criminals out of this country or Mexicans—it <coughs> has nothing to do with them. It's no. people that are in America, like you and Pete have brought up. You know, certain people. There are certain acts that people do that. You know, it's unfortunate. Like you guys were talking about some hospital incident, right? Something happened at a hospital. Um, yes, yes. Uh, um, a vegetable lady was impregnated by a worker. She delivered a know, baby. Yeah. You know, like, was that person Mexican? No. Mm-hmm. No. Well, I'll tell you one thing, and this is, and we won't tell you, you know, because you were actually now part of the recording. If you were part of the beginning of it, um, if I'm right, Manny, you were, I don't know, either at one point or you still are somewhat religious. You were a flocotico dancer, is that right? Uh, I Did never danced dance? Logotico, but I was... Or what'd you dance? Or what'd I, you dance? I danced for the Virgin Mary. For the Virgin Mary. So, I, so Virgin. in December, when it's the Virgin Mary's birthday, I right. dance for the Virgin Mary. So... Okay. That's cool. I'm not sure if you know, Phil, but... So people don't really... Well, some people know, but some people don't know. The purpose of the dance is like a form of prayer. Okay. So instead of sitting down and praying, we dance, which is the mm-hmm. form of prayer. You know That's what I cool. mean? That's cool. And it's like a footloose. For, yeah. You know, for many years, I did it. Unfortunately, my mom and dad separated, pushing my dad away, and my aunt took over the group, and I haven't danced since then. But when I would dance, I would give it my heart and soul because <laughs> people would like, you know, you're like, bro, why are you dancing? You have no purpose. You know, I really put all oh, my It's all got a purpose. Well, yeah, you know, but, you know, when you would see the, you're like, bro, why are you, you know, you're not even moving, you know, you have no, you have, you don't have, like, you're not putting your, no pimp in your step, you know, like, you just, like, walk, (laughs) and it would kind of bug me, because people really didn't realize that we're not just dancing, it's a form of prayer, so, if you don't put all your effort to praying on your knees, why are you going to, how are you going to put all your effort into praying while you're dancing? You know? Oh, you can pray however, you know, just as long as there's a connection between you and who you're actually trying to actually trying to reach, you know, that's True. that's just my point. Maybe my you know? connection but that's was just a my, little bit stronger, you know, but you know, everybody's <laughs> their own, you know, everyone which their own, you know. But, right, and since you dance for the Virgin Mary in December, you feel free to ask, answer it if you, if, if you wish or not. Are you Catholic? Yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. born. Okay, I'm just gonna make sure we're gonna say. Yeah, that. yeah. I, so, I was raised. I was raised to a Catholic family. My mom. I was always raised Catholic. That's. that's so I have a I question was. for you. I have yes, a question sir. for you. Yes, sir. Question. Is, is is cannabis safer than the Catholic Church? Is cannabis safer than the Catholic Church? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I never really put thought into it. <laughs> 
And see, see, that's that's what worries me. That's what worries me. So, Manny, I asked Pete. I asked Pete as a father, and he he was raised Catholic as well. I said, "Would you trust your child with a priest?" And you know, that's an interesting story because <laughs> I was talking to my wife today, and I was telling her about some of the stories. You know, when I was going to church, you know, I was I was going oh. through retreats and stuff like that. And she's like, oh. "Were you ever touched by somebody at the church?" So that's an interesting. Why would she say? Why would well, she ask that? I, I don't know, but it was just a thought that ran through her head. She's like, "Have you ever? Were you ever touched by anybody at the church?" And so that's kind of where your point, Phil, is: Would you trust your child with a priest? You know. Would me you keep... personally? Me personally? Yeah. I've would you? I've separated from the church. Not by choice, not because, oh, I just don't want to go. I'm still religious. And the priest that was there at the time, you know, we hung out a lot. And so I I got that connection and felt comfortable. You know what I mean? So if it was that same person, then yeah. You know what I mean? To a certain extent, yes, I would would trust the priest, you know? But at the same time, there's these stories that you hear that this person was the best person and they turned around and did, you know, some kind of thing with, Hate you know, sack. yeah, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's one bad apple that ruins it for everybody. Well, it hasn't just been one, but. Um, yeah, multiple, multiple, unfortunately. Been, which is unfortunate, you know, because as a priest, you know, you go through, I think you go through like 10 years of school. At yep. one point in time, I, I even thought about becoming a priest. Me too. I, and I, I thought, did too. like, could I live my life like that? You know, honestly, I don't think I could, you know, me either. either. I'm a human being and there are certain things that human beings do, like take it to pound town, you know, (laughs) you know, and as a priest, you can't really do that. So I don't think I was in the, I don't think I could do it. I I just can't do it. No, that's not for me. And see, that's interesting. That's interesting. And and I know we're bringing this back up from our, our earlier segment is both you and myself were all all raised Catholic and we wouldn't trust we wouldn't trust. Like but, it, but it, I it think but be, I think we've convinced would, ourselves not to though. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it's but it's interesting that we all would have to think about it. Right. When we were younger when we were younger, like my father, the father that I, I worked with all the time because I was an altar boy and all that. His I name was Father right. Blue Jacket. Father Blue Jacket and Father Madden, and I I could I could talk to those dudes all the time, you know, hundred percent, no problem, no weird stuff ever, you know. It was just these 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 people I trusted, you know, these people I could talk to them. I you know I I, I went through confession, confession with them exactly. You go and, to confession and you go and, to that little room. He's on mm-hmm. the other side of the screen, and you're just like, you know, hey, you know. I did this, you know, I did that, you know, you poured out your heart, you know what I mean? And you got to, you got that trust, you know, or you get comfortable, you know? Exactly. And that's what kind of what me and P were talking about is that's why we're, we're kind of like, where's the accountability for the Catholic church? You know, like there should be some, 
You know, like no, why, there why? definitely should. No, there definitely should. Other than just relocation, sweeping it under the rug, and the Vatican's done. Oh yeah, we're you know, gonna move your town now. Or yeah, but you see, the thing about us, though, really quick, the thing about us, though, is that we've, I think that we've convinced ourselves just, at least I know I have, I've convinced it just with research. I know I was still living in the small gung ho town that I'm from, and I love so much where my mom's resting. I think if I was still living there and been living there this whole time, I think that I would still have that mindset that it'd be just fine. And there's nothing wrong with the Catholic Church. I think that's how I would honestly think. Maybe not all the. I still would think that way, even though we have social media, everything now nowadays. I still think that I would still be a believer like that. But not. But that I don't live at home, and I've had a chance to just just look at other people in general, and other religions in general. I mean, you know, other religions in in general. It's. We've convinced ourselves. I think I know I've convinced myself that, that it's not all right for me to leave my son with the priest, you know. But others aren't yeah. gonna feel that way. Yeah. Others yeah. and and I think that's just because of I'm experiencing it. I mean I mean we're experiencing it here in Las Cruces, you know, with yeah. uh, with that what's happening here. You know, so I just hope that at some point in time they Catholic Church of the Vatican, because it's essentially it comes from the top. You know, yeah. I I hope I do. The, top. I, the very I do very hope top. the law. I do hope the law gets involved and and puts the Vatican in place where it needs to be, um, because yep. most most definitely religion is important. It's important in my life, but it, it, there's no way we can hurt. We can hurt kids, hurt individuals. You know, at, at that sake, it's just. You know, to apparently protect a person of God, well, God wouldn't do that to a child. You know what no, I mean? Right. In my eyes. You well, know what I mean? So, wonder, what is that? It makes you wonder, as a priest, what goes through your mind to say, you know what? Maybe it's God's going to forgive me. I don't know. You know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? It's like. What? Well, they always have that they can fall back on. You know, because ideally we always get that mindset that God's going to forgive us for all of our sins. We just got to ask him, you know, we just got to pray to him. And really, you know, so maybe that is something. Day, you know, at the end of the day, if, you know, God forbid, and I, I bless you guys with many, many years, you know what I mean? God That's forbid, right. you know, we kick the bucket, you know, who knows where we're going? I can't hmm. say, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to heaven, you know, or, or, you know. God forbid, who knows where we're going to go? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All I know is I'm going in a box six feet under, you know? That's true, and I'll probably have a pack of smokes and a joint in my box. No, I'll make sure I'm throwing a pound of weed in there, too. A whole pound? pound? Yeah, just to make sure. Just to make sure. (laughs) Just to make sure. I'll put a pigeon pole in there in a little taco box. Yeah. You know? You're Don't sad. put a brand new lure out, fucking! I'd be, I'd be upset if you put a brand new lure. <laughs> haunt you. Put haunt that you. on the water. He'll haunt you forever. <laughs> I will haunt what you. What if I put it? What if I put it there just so people can see it, and then before they close your casket, I'll be like, you know what? It's been blessed by Pete's presence. I'm gonna go fish now and have us a, a fun. 
of luck with y'all should Lord. light up like five joints and just hot box me in my coffin before it let me down <laughs> <laughs> wow wow <laughs> yeah i don't know if the, i don't know if um bullshit it's my funeral anything's possible that's true. Well, that's true, but I don't know if the funeral home is going to let us toke it out. Fuck the funeral home, man. We make the rules. That's true. We make the fucking rules. But anyways. Walk in, walk in smoking a big old fucking blunt. Hey, <laughs> sir, you can't do this. Well, that's not what Pete said, so uh, this is what he fuck wanted. You. So. Yeah, right. So fuck you. You know. That's funny. That's funny. Sir, can you tell me what's going on with this pound of weed? Hey, that's what you wanted. <laughs> that's that, what you wanted. That, that's ideal. That is ideal. Pound of but, weed um, is a pound of So he lasts, the, you know, so it lasts longer. So it lasts longer. That's good. <laughs> we're that's at good. an hour. We're like, we're at an hour and 15, damn near. All right. So big, long episode. Manny, yeah. thanks for joining. Yeah, I wanted dude, to put an end jumping. to it for sure. It was long well, and good, great. and you know what? These are this is this is the rough one that we, that we needed to hear, man. You know, we we started the rough one. I wanted to talk about cannabis or, or the Catholic Church, man. And, and I don't want to keep bringing it up, man, but it just destroys my heart. You know, I'm 33 years old. You know, You're I just old. had a life changing. <laughs> I had a life changing experience. You know, um, that revolves a lot around being Catholic. You know, and and we we. It, it, conversations like this gotta fucking happen you know and jeez do i hope i jeez i hope the law gets involved and goes straight for the vatican man imagine how many let's just throw a number everybody throw a number on the next podcast so maybe bring it up if you remember how many priests do you think have been that's been reported that they've done something that the vatican's hid how many how many priests do you think the vatican's hid too many man let's just say let's just say in the last 50 years I'm comfortable saying, I don't know, a thousand? Maybe Probably more. more than that. Maybe more than that. Maybe less? Who knows? That's crazy. That is, that is insane. But you know what? You know what? It's the conversations that Phil and Pete want to have. Sometimes it's just conversation with Pete. Because I don't let Phil talk. <laughs> Hashtag fuck Phil. Hashtag fuck yes. Phil. Yes, yes. Hey, Manny, anytime, anytime, I want to make sure, Manny, anytime that you tag me, make sure you also hashtag fuck Phil. Hashtag fuck Phil. Perfect. Get this real quick, because I just Googled it because I have my device handy. As of August 14, 2018, there was a report of over 300 Pennsylvania Catholic priests that had committed a crime. That's in one state, Pete. Yes, sir. And there's yes, 50. And there's 50. That's one state. That's, That's 50, unfortunate. Priests, if you count three, 300 per state. If you count 300 per state. Times 50 states, that's 15,000 priests. Is it 1,500 or 15,000? One five zero 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 fifteen thousand. Yeah, man. You know, and and I hope that I hope that opens an eye for everybody, man. I'm not, and you know what? I really hope people don't come back and say we're bashing, you know, Catholics. You know, I, you know, I still go to church. I don't, I don't feel like we're bashing it. 
from what I'm understanding, from what you guys are saying. No, just making it aware. Just making yeah. people aware. Yeah, making people it, aware. Kind of like that there's just people. A few podcasts back where that old man is talking to his nephew about, hey, I'm going to die. You know, what are you going to miss? You know what I mean? Kind of the same conversation, you know, except this is regarding the church and the priest. You know what I mean? So it's not that we have anything against them, you know, mm-hmm. no, but you just have to have that conversation. But at the okay, end of the day, right. what, why would your child need to be alone with the priest? You know, oh, they're have you know, I'm picking them up from school. No, you're not going to pick, pick them up. I can fucking pick them up. You know what yeah. I mean? Or anything. You know what I mean? I don't see a but reason. But there's times. But there's times for a priest to be alone with a child. Sunday school, something is behind, something like that. But my thing is, I think the biggest question is, a man of God, should you be worried to leave your child with a man of God? With a priest? Realistically, at the bottom line, you should not be worried. Correct. Because you know, in your head, you know, they, you shouldn't have to worry about it. You really shouldn't have to worry about it. But because we, as people and as human beings, don't worry about it is why things happen, you know? Correct. Correct. We just and, let it goes back, and it goes back to Pete, what I was telling you before. It is okay. And make sure you talk to your kids. Make your kids Fucking talk a. to you. Fucking make a. your kids talk to you. Hey, how did it go? Oh, well. And you're going to know right away. Well, I don't know. I've never experienced anything like that, but, you know, you know, I'm sure your child is going to Hopefully gonna we'd be able to pick it. Hopefully right we'd be able to pick up on something like that if that was the case. You know what I mean? Oh, you've been sitting in your room for the last five days. You never sit in your room. Like, you know, mm. or you're just, you know, something's going to change because Correct. kids are kids and they're innocent and they don't know any better. You know what I mean? they're going to have some sort of change. Something's going to change where as a parent, you should be able to tell, okay, something's wrong. And then backtrack to what happened. You know what I mean? Oh, I agree. No, no, I, I couldn't agree anymore. Yeah, this is a, this is, this is a good conversation and this is the rough ones. I hope any, any of y'all who, who listen, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say, feel free to comment, share, call us out. D, uh, yeah. DM us, you know. I don't. I, we don't mind. Fuck Phil. Yeah. Fuck Phil. You know, a lot of stuff. I hope you guys don't mind that. I, I'm sure you don't mind that stuff. No, no. Please, no. please. It's, no, none it's, at all. You guys seen that guy Randy that's been coming around a lot? Randy Lopez. Randy Lopez. Yeah. That's a good buddy of mine. He's a he's an EMT with the ambulance service out of Sierra County. So I brought him That's to the cool. channel. I was like, That's "Hey, awesome. you Thanks, know what I mean? Man. Check out, check out my buddies. They talk about a lot of good shit, some good points." And he goes, "Yeah." And I and I ask him too, "Hey, did you hear the did you hear the podcast?" Oh yeah, man, it was great. You know, nothing but great things. <laughs> good him? man. That's good. Good. Yeah, he puts a lot of he put, he puts in his his input and everything too. So yeah, man, when you when we see him on the next podcast, we'll shout him out. Maybe we can For get sure. him on as a guest too later on. But no, man, we don't mind at all. But we are gonna put it to a wrap because we're at what a buck twenty. Yeah, buck twenty right now. Yeah, buck twenty. So Manny, before I close it out and let Phil close it out, do you have yes. anything to say? Me, I have nothing else to say. It was great. 
I'm tired. I had a busy day. I still have a job. I'm blessed. Um, and thanks, guys, for letting me come on this podcast for uh, 40 minutes. I think we're here now. Yeah, dude. It's great. Look at you, man. You just fucking marched through the door, dude, and you came in. But yeah. fuck it. We don't mind. We don't mind at We don't all. mind. We love it. <laughs> I, what? Uh, submit. Go. You say? Man, I can't do this. But I'm going to do it anyway. I do have somebody. I do know somebody that is affected by the shutdown, and he hasn't been paid for three weeks. And his opinion is, it fucking sucks. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I would think so. No paycheck yeah. for three weeks. Well, fuck. Yeah. Tell him to come over here and I'll feed him a ham sandwich. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe get high. <laughs> but anyways, well, tell him to hang in there. Tell him to hang in there. Hopefully, something changes soon, and uh, you know, that's that's all we can say. Yeah, can. hopefully, hopefully, he hangs in there. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a conversation with Phil and Pete. Thank you all for listening. Anchor, Facebook. I'll let Phil drop the uh, plugs for social media. I'm gonna say mine, Fat Fishing. Um, but thanks for joining, of course, and stay high and hashtag fuck Phil. Uh, Phil, you next hashtag fuck Phil. Uh, hashtag fuck Phil. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's anybody anybody who watches uh, us listens to us. Please don't forget hashtag fuck Phil. Um, also as well, um, ly- lyrical stuffer underscore podcast. Uh, fat fishing as usual for Pete. Um, conversation with Phil and Pete on Facebook. Um, we love all you guys. Stay high and please, please keep being softies. Peace. Peace out. Peace. And then don't forget, I'm the jumping balloon plug. <laughs> I love it. it. Peace. I'm Facebook. <laughs> Let me know. I'm not, I'm That's dope. Have a good night. I love it. Everybody, good night. Peace. Peace. Good night.